Hey, hey, and welcome to the Friends of the Bridegroom podcast, the podcast of St. John the Baptist Catholic Church and School in Savage, Minnesota, where we seek to be friends of Christ in our time. I'm your host, Father Ben Little, pastor here at St. John's, and joined by our director of communications and marketing, Sarah Schneider. Hello. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Oh, it's so good to be back. Good, good. Uh, we're happy to be with you, our listeners. Uh, so grateful that you continue to uh, listen to this podcast, uh, share it with others, uh, the place where we can share a little bit more of a window into what's happening at St. John the Baptist and uh, the heart of the pastor here, um, a, the okayest pastor, at least in the archdiocese, mm-hmm. probably in the whole church. So. Confirmed. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, Sarah, what's, uh, what's new? Um, thinking, um, I always like to give a little glimpse into what, I mean, what are some, we had, um, all saints and all souls in the last uh, few days. We're recording this on Friday, uh, the first Friday of November. So we also think about the sacred heart today, uh, the sacred heart of Jesus every first Friday of the month, but we're in November. Um, and I always, I always kind of forget how, when we have these holy days of obligation, It was a holy day of obligation, by the way, everybody. Yes. I was there. Yeah. (laughs) You were there and, um, and your whole family was there. (laughs) And, uh, but I always forget how sometimes these, these holy days of obligation, when they fall right in the middle of the week, Mm -hmm. it's like a, it's like another weekend in the middle of the week. You You did say that. And Brenda said the same thing. It's just, you put, when you put your all into something and, Mm -hmm. and preach and put all the music that was so special out too. It, it was beautiful. Yeah. 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 We had, so we had, uh, the, you know, the, the way it worked out is that the Holy day was, was Wednesday, but we, we also had a mass. We usually, we always have a Tuesday evening mass at five thirty, Um, and because it's in the evening, um, that was, was celebrated as the vigil mass of, of all saints. And then we had three masses for all saints on all saints day right. itself. So there was a so, lot of opportunity for people to yeah. come. And that's by the way, why, uh, one of the reasons why, um, it's rare that you'd get can- candy from a, from a, um, from a rectory, right? Because usually, <laughs> they're, they're, they're usually, the, usually the residents of the rectory are saying mass on all Hallows Eve <laughs> right. uh, for the Holy Day. Not that many people come to that mass because yeah. precisely for that reason, because a lot of people right. are doing other things on, on Halloween night. Um, but uh, I did have, I did have a small bag of Kit Kat uh, positioned by the door. By? Not that I know of. I, I'm, I think I came back to, got back to the rectory about, see mass was at 530. I was probably back by six. 6.30. And they so didn't I, start in my neighborhood until 6.30. And yeah, I know so this, I, this neighborhood has a fair amount of children. It does. And I, I, I don't, I, I didn't. Did you put I, your I never lights heard, on? We, the lights were on, <laughs> um, but the, the doorbell never, never rang. So, so Father Bobby and Father Nathan and I got to share a, you know, kind of a small bag of, yeah. of Kit Kats <laughs> or I just took it all for myself, um, which I shouldn't do because I'm diabetic, but I also really like Kit Kats. So <laughs> that's your number one. Oh no, don't say that. Now you're yeah. going to get a bunch yeah, of Kit no, Kats. No, no, I'm getting, yeah. And I also like uh, mountain pine scent <laughs> candles from uh, Woodfire Candle Company out of Duluth, which is, which is, is yeah, isn't it nice nicely. in here? I think I thought that would be a it's nice really addition nice. to our, to our recording sessions. So I think it is good to bring the light in. Yes. Bring the light in, yes. bring the light in as we, as we, as the days get shorter. I can't believe it's November. That's what yeah. All Saints and All Souls reminds me like, oh it my does. gosh. Yes, and and it yeah, definitely the days get shorter. We're 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 kind of we're we're heading towards the end of the end of the uh, liturgical year. And November is that, that month where we, throughout the whole month, we begin with all saints and all souls, but it continues throughout the whole month of, mm-hmm. of, of especially praying for the dead and praying for, um, for the, 
final purification of the souls in purgatory for mm-hmm. the for the for the poor souls uh, right. in the in the way in that in that traditional way of speaking of it the poor souls um, we're for we are for the poor souls and uh, we had a funeral today um, so right yes so and um, I went to a shout out to our sisters I went to holy hour at the sisters last night great great which was also um, done specially for so- the souls wonderful wonderful yeah really nice. no that's and and wanna yeah that is a great shout out um, and I had I had a little bit of a ministry moment with uh, with sister Fabiola today um, yes. one of the one of the more unique things I've done um, yeah, and then by the way, as Sarah mentioned, uh, the, you know the sisters up at the uh, the Sacred Heart uh, Convent of uh, Pro Ecclesia Sancta uh, up in Bloomington, mm-hmm. uh, they have a, a weekly uh, Thursday evening adoration, adoration, right? Um, and really encourage uh, people to check that out. Um, it's always good to make a visit up there. I, I they've had me for an, I've never been to the Thursday night holy hour, but they've had me for a number of things, mm-hmm. you know, over the years. And there was a, a, a nice amount of St. John's parishioners. There. Good, good. Yeah, I, I, I expect there would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, really nice. but anyway, um, we had uh, it was beautiful. We had a, a, a couple uh, parents of a of a, a, a student in our school who uh, we are going to be working with to have him baptized uh, sometime this year. Uh, just never never was baptized. And uh, the parents are seeking uh, to have their their uh, marriage um, recognized by the church. Yeah, that's they've had cool. a civil they had a civil uh, marriage, and um, so the church has a, a, a process for for spouses who are who are civilly married but aren't aren't um, married according to the to the right oh. of the church uh, to. Um, to have in, people speak of it um, as having your marriage blessed, mm-hmm. it's there's actually a little bit more technical term for that. But um, in a, in in short, that's exactly right. what it is. Right. And so, um, and why some, did Sister Fabiola have to? Help? Yeah, so they are they are they are a Spanish speaking couple, mm-hmm. and um, it was beautiful to meet with them. I my Spanish is. Rusty, rusty, um, not not because I haven't studied a lot of Spanish and would love to to do more um, ministry in Spanish, but you just don't have the opportunity right. very often. And and um, but we we had this this couple came in and Sister Fabiola was there to be a bit of a translator, and I, I think I made it actually harder because I I kind of tried to speak Spanish instead of just instead of just letting. I'm Sister, sure they yeah. appreciate that though. I hope so. I hope so. They were a very very nice couple and. Um, you know, hope I mean, I'm excited for them that no, they're, 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 really that they'll exciting. be able to have their marriage um, sacramental, that's have cool. a sacramental marriage in the church, and so yeah, so sister um, helped me with with them, and, and you know, because there's a series of there's in you know people who have gone through marriage preparation r- recall that there's there's these series of forms that the church fills out with with a bride and a groom, right. um, whether they're newly engaged or whether they're in this situation of having been civilly married for a long time, but, yeah, um, just but another to, reason to be grateful for the sisters. Like I bet yeah, she didn't yeah, anticipate just, doing that kind no, of they, and the, and ministry just help. To be able to have them, great. to have them step into those, into those, um, really? as we call the, I call them kind of the tight places of ministry, the mm. tight cramped little places of ministry where, you know, that, that suddenly this is, this is what God is asking of us and, and to have them present to be able to help with that is just such an enormous blessing. So, right. and just yeah. even just really special that a school family wants to deepen their friendship and relationship. Yeah, exactly. With God, exactly. With and we want to, and we want to be able to, and it can be hard because you know, the, there's so many big things going on. You still have the campaign going on. We have, um, with the, there's always so many things going on in the, in the school. Um, you just, 
with a synod, you know, the, the small group um, evangelization uh, training that continues that actually just finished this mm-hmm. past week, that series of seven weeks. So shout out to them as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's just all these big things going big on. Things. And then all of a sudden there's a little, a small thing like this. <laughs> and that's one of the continual challenges of just that we can be nimble enough to attend to the big things and the small things all at once. So all important because yeah, they're really, they're all, they're all big things, right? Yeah. They're all, they're all, they're all of, uh, it's, it's all for souls. Right. So very yeah. cool. Yeah. All busy right. week. Yeah, that, was busy. Just, that was just this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of, um, speaking of being, being busy and, and being, um, being, ha- having a lot of things going on, we thought, um, because of a recent experience of yours, Sarah, that it might be a, a good, uh, it might be a good occasion to talk about something in the Christian life that, uh, that you, have you recently experienced where we slow down from the busy, right. uh, when we, when we, when we pause and, uh, go on a retreat. Right. Yeah. So maybe should we just, should we just, um, start by, if you, you want to share a little bit about your recent experience. I would love to, um, Father Ben and I kind of chatted about this before, right before I went in and I said, Hey, don't know if you know this, but I'm doing a retreat. My first one, um, this has been on my heart for about a year. So about a year, I've just been thinking, since I work for the church in communications, I hear quite a bit about retreats or get asked to promote retreats of all sorts. There's a lot of different, really great retreat areas around. So if you are looking or interested in something, we have right in our backyard, the um, Franciscan retreat center that offers a lot of one day opportunities. Um, sometimes weekends, some men's women's just a lot of different opportunities there. The retreat center I went to, um, was Dunrovin retreat center. Uh, and that's in St. Croix. So just about exactly an hour away and it's really beautiful and they also I checked out their website when I got back and they also offer a lot of one day free opportunities like free will donation um, actually came back and told several friends about that because how great to have a one day opportunity if you can't do a full weekend or more than that so there are some resources right in the area and then you know if you want to make a trek out to see our former pastor now Bishop DeGrood you have the Bloom retreat is it Bloom called Broom Tree Broom tree. Thank yep. you. Broom tree. There's also Blue Cloud Abbey, okay. but there's a few things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's, we can list those in the notes, maybe yeah. other possible yeah. resources um, if you are seeking to have some sort of retreat. But um, I would say prior to the last year, I was feeling, I would have been really intimidated by that. Um, the thought of maybe a retreat or just not knowing what it's really about, but definitely in growing in my relationship with the church and with my friendship with Christ, I felt really pulled to this notion of a retreat. And that is without knowing really anything about anything about it. So I think I had mentioned that to the sis- a couple of sisters. And so on a couple of occasions throughout the last year, they asked me, oh, we have a retreat coming up. Do you want to be a part of it? We have a retreat coming up. And for a couple of times, I just couldn't make it work. And then... I had a really busy, slammed last six months. And so I knew this was my time. Like I've got to, I've got to carve out the time to take this 48 hours and and do this retreat. So when sister Fabiola said, I have a retreat coming, do you want to do it? And I said, yes, just yes. And so I did it. And that's, and that's a good point. Sometimes that, 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 and I'll I'll share, I might share in a little bit too. Um, 
there, I've, I've done that dance too, where, um, you know, or, you know, maybe my, my retreat pattern had been kind of set for, but then it gets disrupted, you know, kind of right. by something or, um, and then an opportunity presents itself and you just, you just kind of have, you have this real, I have to say yes. yes. Like I'll figure out the details later, it's yes. but yes. yes. And yeah. so Put I was my there, name down. right. Yeah. I was at that point where I said yes and I needed to go and, and do it. And it, we made it work on the calendar and it was, um, really great time for, a mom, in my mm-hmm. opinion, I had to check in at six forty-five on a Friday night, and we got out at one thirty on Sunday. Um, and like I said, it was an hour's drive. It was for two nights. Um, I just I knew I'd have a room to myself, and that's about all I knew going in. Yeah, that's it. And I yep. knew it was silent. Um, my friends were concerned about me for the silent. You're not going to be able to do that. You can't be silent. I wasn't concerned because I knew I was ready to be quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew I yeah. was ready to be spiritually fed um, and not having to create relationships or be on, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. And I think that out of for all of it, that was actually the, the best part, <laughs> the best part. Like my job is communications. I, I need yeah. to be on all the time. My family requires me to be on 24 seven. All the world requires on. And I wasn't off yeah, thinking, there, but think, my volume, I didn't have to perform. You didn't, didn't, you didn't have, yeah, right. And you didn't have to weigh each word or no. statement or whatever. Double think myself how, like or am will, I saying it right? How will this be received? How will this be heard? No, I could write Which, in my little journal everything I wanted or not didn't want. Um, I really enjoyed the silent part. Good. I just, yeah. I really did. I didn't find the need to fill the void. I didn't even really talk to myself <laughs> in my in my cute little dorm room thing. Yeah, Dunrovin's Dun great, by the way. It's, it's a beautiful place. Fantastic! Yeah. And shout out to Dunrovin. The food was phenomenal. I had no idea what to expect. I put a couple protein bars in my bag, thinking, well, I don't know what my meals are going to be like. I have no idea. Oh, I was well fed. I was well good. fed, and it was really wonderful food. We were. I felt very taken care of, which was also a nice change of pace too, as the one who's constantly a caretaker, um, very, very well attended to and taken care of. Um, so I didn't have any, I didn't know what to expect other than that. And this one was facilitated, um, through the sisters, through the, the Catholic advance movement. Okay. So as a part of the movement, they, like to require at least one or like one retreat a year. And so they, they had a lot, a lot of spots open for it. But so a lot of people who are part of the Catholic advance movement were there. And that's, and that's the, that's the lay, the, the, lay, faithful, the, the lay movement that helps support of the Sasha. mission of Proclamation. Yeah. 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 So they have, they try to emulate the same charisms yeah. of the order. So yeah. I learned a ton. I learned I, a ton. I bet. I bet. Yeah. And I've seen, you know, I've seen a fair amount of those people before because I've mm-hmm. just attended other events with the sisters. So anyway, I had no preconceived notions. I knew that I would be silent and I'd probably be praying a lot and maybe I'd learn something. Yeah. That's what I thought. And, and all of those things and more. I mean, they do the sisters when they touch anything, it's, it's really gold. I've learned that, um, really well put together, very well led. It was, um, a mix. Yeah, they're, they are, it, it's they so are good. geniuses it's, of, of, 
of organization and execution. So good. So we'd had over the course of the time, we'd had seven small talks and then, and those talks were between 20 and 30 minutes. So never very long. And then with, and I was, it was kind of the kind of talks where you're like taking furious notes or you don't want to forget a single detail. So just good talks. This particular retreat was spiritual on the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius. And it's the week three of those spiritual exercises, which is based on the, around the passion of Christ. Mm-hmm. So a yep. lot of reflection on suffering, um, and Christ's suffering specifically and how we unite with that suffering and what that does in our life. It just so really profound. Um, and I just learned, I was really fascinated too about St. Ignatius in general. So it kind of lit that fire too. Yeah. So you'd have these times where you had these talks and then they would schedule time for you to reflect and have reflection questions, Bible passages. But what I loved is the freedom in it to do it how I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, go to your room, go to the chapel, go by the fire, go take a walk be outside, have that freedom to use that time how you wanted to within the meditations and things. And I loved, I loved that. And so I I just dove in. I just was like, oh yeah, I'm going to look up each one of these Bible passages. That was one, I have a whole list of fruit and grace from the retreat, but that was one of them. Like it reminded me like, oh, I really liked digging into this Bible, Mm. especially it's easier for me sometimes when I am led to a certain place and then I can kind of pull out from it. Yeah. So that was, that was great. I, I really enjoyed that. And then if I, I didn't really push, I didn't say I wasn't hard on myself where I'm a lot, a mm-hmm. lot of times hard on myself in real life. I wasn't hard on myself. I, I did the exercises and if I was pushed to dig deeper, I did, or, Oh, you should think about that more. I did, but I also gave myself the freedom to be like, I feel fulfilled in what I just learned there. I'm going to take that and take a walk now or be silent or I loved having that freedom. And then you're brought back together. And there's plenty of time for being alone. And then there's plenty of time for being in a group. Um, I took a nap. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I never nap in my life. Like I don't nap in my ordinary Mm -hmm. life. You drink too much Diet Coke. Right. But I had a two hour break one of the days that wasn't intentional. And they had a couple of things going on that you could join. And I was just like, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. And I felt, I fell asleep and it was the most peaceful, Mm. wonderful nap ever. Oh, praise God. uh, (laughs) I I hadn't heard that grace yet. And and I think that actually brings up a really important thing is that um, in, in many retreats that I've, that I've taken, that can be one of the most important, um, things that happens is that, you know, we, and that's what we believe is that we're not just that we are, we are, we are uh, flesh and spirit, that we are body and spirit. So if our, if our spirit is tired, then our body is probably going to be tired and, and vice versa. Right. If our body is tired, then our spirit may be, may be tired. Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things that should happen at a retreat is is is, is a freedom to to rest the body, mm-hmm. and that's actually very necessary. Sometimes, um, like when I've taken more extended retreats, you know, eight eight days, uh, which which you know most priests do, is um, there's a there. My I've had directors that just say, "I want you to to, to catch up on sleep right. as a first order of business." You know, I I can see where that, I can see where that's valuable. Um, it was just so freeing, though, and it just felt uh, anointed. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. like the sleep truly felt when I woke up, I, was, I thought, oh my gosh, I really just slept and I didn't oversleep and I didn't wake up tired. I felt nourished. It's Cause you've, and, and, and I think what, ha- I think what helps with that, or at least what I, what I hear there, what I've experienced is, is there's a difference when you, when you lay, lay down to rest and you know, um, that you have already, you've, you're, you've, you've separated from your normal life in a way that's, you made plans for it. It's deserved. Nothing can call you back and you get to, and you just get to be with the Lord. Right. Um, and so that, that frees you, you know, cause every, 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 everywhere else we might, every time, every, most of the time when we sleep, we're just waking up right back into the, so much the of my life stuff. is yeah. the next thing. Mm-hmm. What is the next thing? Yeah. And I, and I live, I live very purposefully in that, but it sure is nice to take a break from worrying about the next thing all the time. Um, so it was extraordinary. I did all the things I did mm-hmm. all the, th- I did all good Catholic things. I did all the prayers, did the morning offering. I did the evening offering. I did stations of the cross. I did a rosary. We did the divine mercy. I had a confession, two masses. I did all That's the great. things. That's great. All yeah. the things. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, was yeah. just, it was like, oh my gosh, I really did all, the, did all these things. But it's so also so cool that you really just, you get it. You, you, I'm here. I'm all in. And yeah, there's a divine mercy. Of course I'm going to go to the divine mercy. Like, why not? I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I should pray. I'm going to pray. It was just super fun as a first time person. I was just like a kid in a candy store, yeah. so to speak and with a retreat. I'm so glad. I'm so <laughs> glad to hear that. Did, was there a, there was there a, I mean, as, as your, as a friend and, yeah. and, and as a, and as a, as one of our staff, you know, just to know that, I mean, that's a huge, it's hugely important that our, that our staff are, are carrying out their ministry from a place that where they're being fed yeah. and, um, you know, taking care, being attentive to those, those spiritual needs. That's just beautiful. Did, was there a, was there a sharing of graces at the end or any time there, where it, was not like nothing, nothing outward. I wrote, I did myself, Mm -hmm. um, reflect on the weekend. Um, and this is a shorter retreat. Um, but that's something that's often, and I, so I'm, that's, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm so glad you can share them here because, and, and it's, it's so good of you to do that with, with all of, all of our listeners. Um, but you know, that's, that's one of the things that um, maybe on a longer retreat and I can maybe say a little more is that it's very, it's very customary to have like what we call, what we call a sharing of graces Mm -hmm. wherever everybody who was on the retreat and especially if it was a silent retreat mm-hmm. where if everyone was yeah cuz you didn't communicate between or say oh yeah man. there's no there's no um there, there's no uh there's no communication during but mm-hmm. then but then um there at once the silence is broken and it's end, and before you leave then everyone comes together and you get to get to right. have a little glimpse into what it, what oh my god, gosh, what god was, was so doing so loud afterwards by the way we were just, it's <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden it's like it's so at the end we had the lunch the last meal we shared was we were free from the silence and i was yeah. like Oh, it's so loud in here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then there's, um, well, that brings up, that brings up kind of a, maybe this is the place to share it. So, so yeah. So I've been on a lot of silent retreats. Um, 
it, I, I've over the years, I've usually gone on retreat with, with uh, the companions of Christ. So when we, we, um, we used to be small enough that we could all go to the same retreat house at the same time. Is that and the Arizona one? Or, so you've done that, something so there. I've, yeah, I've gone, I went to Arizona twice. I did that in 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that right, you know, right before, right, right when I was getting mm-hmm. to St. John's yep. and then right before the pandemic. And, um, and then again in 2021, and that was with um, that was with Father Father Sanquist was was right. with me on both of those. So there's one other one other companion, um, but um, historically, like even back like in the, in the early years you know, of my priesthood, like 20. 12, 13, um, you, you know, we were still small enough that we would all go together. Now we're so big that we kind of yeah. break up and had, so that, that would be like, yeah. so at least like father Tim and I were, were together on those couple of retreats. But, um, but yeah, that, that, that would be, um, there, so we all know each other really well. Right. And so we're all on retreat together. We can't talk to each other. I think that was partly why yeah. it was easier for me too. I didn't sure, go didn't with a group it. of friends. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, which so is almost just, better. You could just so much freedom. You could truly retreat. Mm-hmm. You could just w- withdraw right. and and be be with the Lord and no one else. Mm-hmm. And and then and so it sounds like then it was um it was there were some talks, but also time for for individual some, right. some spiritual direction and right. and and then your own. Mm-hmm. Um, meditation and solitude with the Lord. So, right. yeah. And yeah. And then, you know, retreats can take all kinds of different forms like that. So, um, I've, I've had, um, what you'd call like preached retreats where, uh, there would be talks given by a retreat director, um, over the course of the retreat. I've had individual, most of the retreats I've done have been individual silent directed retreats mm-hmm. where you meet once, you know, for an hour every day with a spiritual director and they're Ignatian. So they, they would consider there'd be four uh, periods of prayer. So d- typically what, what will, will happen is, um, and this will probably be the case when I go on retreat again. Um, I, I just actually, this is a good timing cause I just made my plans for retreat for January, for January, yeah. right, right after Christmas. Um, and I'll be going with a few other companions, um, be going with Father Nate Hastings from uh, from Holy Spirit in St. Paul, uh, Father Michael Johnson, who um, works at the at the Chancery at the Archdiocese, and Father Josh Salonik, mm-hmm. uh, formerly teaching yeah. parish seminarian here, and then uh, now over at uh, St. John Newman yeah. in Egan. Uh, so we're going down to um, uh, a place I've never actually uh, been before, um, but I've always wanted to go. Is is there's a there's actually a priest retreat house near EWTN. Uh, oh. The headquarters of EWTN, the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament, in Hansville, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, um, and that the, there's another <laughs> thing involving Alabama that everybody kind of knows about by now. But um, interesting that you know I'm almost 40 years old and I've never set foot in the state of Alabama, but I will now twice now, twice. like in, within, in a the, in, within a few months. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going down there, um, and we just made plans for that. But um, and it kind of came together really providentially for me because I was kind of unsure as what what my next retreat was going to look like but then that opportunity came up so now will that be a silent retreat it'll be silent okay. yep it'll be silent Are they and generally silent? generally silent generally okay. yep uh, like i was saying you know you meet with your spiritual director once a day um you you talk about you know what what when 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 you start the retreat you know just kind of how am i coming in what am i what are my desires for the retreat what am i looking for what am i seeking from the lord and um 
a director will generally, and this is this is roughly the the Ignatian. And you met, and, and you, right. like like you said, there was there was a Ignatian yep. sort of flavor to your to your retreat with the sisters, and and that's um, very common. And um, some of our listeners who you know maybe maybe some of our our um, some gentlemen listening to our to this podcast may may be familiar with going to um, De Montreville right. Retreat Center, Jesuit Retreat right. Center in uh, in the metro. Um, and anyway, so the so the director will like you typically give you three scripture passages that um, you would meditate on each of them for an hour in the you know between between that session and the next one, and then and then you would do a repetition. So what the whatever one of those three stood out the most, you do an additional hour of prayer with mm-hmm. that with that one for a total of four Hour. uh, hours of mm-hmm. pr- you know um, purposeful hours of prayer each each day. Yeah, and that's how I'm most used to mm-hmm. uh, retreating, um, and and so that's the that's kind of the ge- generic format for an Ignatian 8-day retreat. Now of course there's the the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius which um which the sisters would be familiar with mm-hmm. because they they have an Ignatian um Ignatian uh kind of heart of their of their 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 uh, found their founder Father yeah. Menor was was a um was a Jesuit priest mm-hmm. um and found and then founded Proclesia Sancta. Um so there's a the, the, an actual a, a real Ignatian retreat according to the spiritual exercises is is, is thirty days. Oh Lord. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. um, and I have and I and I that's that's something I I desire to do. I know I I hope that the Lord will provide me the opportunity to do that someday. You know, maybe on a sabbatical or something like that. Um, and I've because I've never and many of my priest friends have done that, and um, I just have never. Right. I've never had the opportunity before, uh, but many, many eight-day retreats and then smaller retreats along the way. Right. So. Well, you, I guess by the end of it, I, doesn't, I wasn't necessarily ready for it to end. You're mm-hmm. kind of like, this is a nice way of life. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really didn't think this is peaceful. It's simple. Mm-hmm. I don't need much. You know, you start yeah. to really think about, oh, wow. And it, it was... Um, Structured. It wasn't unstructured. We were busy. I was busy. I was, I had my, not busy in the normal sense of busy, but it had that nice structure around it. Yeah. Time, the time, time on a retreat, it is, it isn't just empty. It doesn't mm-hmm. get just get empty. It still is, it still is fill, filled with, with things, but you lose, you lose the sense of rush. Right. You lose, you, you, and you, and the more you, the more you live into the retreat and get into that, into that and and you know hopefully you, you'll have the opportunity to take longer than even right. just a two day. Right. I mean, I'm sure that was I'm sure that was just a blip. Yeah, sometimes it takes two days just to mm-hmm. to um to get into that mode mm-hmm. of being on retreat. But better, yeah, it's still yeah. better that better that than than nothing at all. And, well, it's and, interesting. It's interesting how you can. Um, how you do get into it, how you do your body, you kind of feel your body mm-hmm. let go and your shoulders come down and you, you just feel yourself and then that feels good. Yeah. Um, we've spent a lot of time worrying or in angst or getting to the next thing and then your shoulders are next thing you know, they're by your ears, you know, and <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh gosh, I can, but I, I found myself not totally wanting it to end. Um, I found myself a little nervous to re-enter. I mean, it's mm-hmm. hard. Re-entry is hard anytime. Yeah. Um, 
but I was really cognizant of that. I was really, really asked the Lord to say, to help me bring this home mm-hmm. for as long as possible. Yeah. Help me retain this yeah, state have, for as long as I possibly yeah. can. And then even when, even when you can't live, even when you can't retain the state, that's a good, I like that the way you put that, um, at least, at least let me live from, from the graces or from the insights or from the knowledge that, that you gave me during this time. You know, that's, yeah, that's really important. So I, I was happy. I was happy with my reentry. I didn't wreck it yeah. right away. Um, it went, it lasted a, a few days that I still was be able to, um, kind of feel that piece, but then I had to be more conscious about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. really carrying yeah. that. That's, piece that's, that's, that's normal. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, that makes me think of, I mean, this like a little storytelling here. It was, a, I think it was in, it was, I was in Farmington. I was living in Lakeville. I can't remember what year it was. Um, Actually, I did, well, I could probably could figure out what year it was, because I, the, I had, I was on retreat and it ended on Super Bowl Sunday, <laughs> and I was, I, I, and I knew, I knew that going in, yeah, right. you know, and I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn on the Super Bowl on the drive home, and, um, you know, by the, <laughs> by the time I got home, not only had I, no, not only was I listening to the Super Bowl, I had stopped at Chipotle. <laughs> Fallen. Yeah. All, no, all. it was not. It was not the best of re-entries. Um, it was a wonderful retreat. Sounds so but very human. <laughs> human of you. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't say I didn't. I was. I was super stoked to leave and get my icy diet coke. I bet you were. Yeah. 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 But they were so kind. I had brought contraband diet coke myself because yeah. I knew better, and I kept it in my room. But there was this one gal that just kept getting me ice, I would be like, could I have a cup of ice? Finally, I mean, it didn't take her long, and she would just hand me cups of ice. (laughs) (laughs) I was very well taken care of there, despite my lack of fountain diagram. Yes, yes. Yeah, it is a fine line, actually, because, you know, when you you go on retreat, there should be a little, you know, you, you... you want to be kind to yourself without being indulgent. Right. You know, like, um, cause again, that, like you say that, that you keep, like you shared that, that grace of that nap, you know, like that, that we are, yeah, our physical being, you know, is it, right. we, we, that it is who we are mm-hmm. and God wants to, God wants to love us there you know, when, yeah. and when he take, when we take that, that time. So, you know, I don't, I wouldn't, um, if I, if I were, if I were your retreat director, I'd let you have a Diet Coke. Well, but, you know, they, they had plenty of coffee for the coffee lovers. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm but, like, oh. Yeah. That actually, that reminds me, I was on retreat. I was one of the Arizona retreats I was on with Father Sandquist. And I remember, um, Father, Father Eugene, my, my director, one of the days he said, I want you to take one of your, one of your prayer times with coffee and the Lord. There, like you don't have to go to the chapel. Like that's and, my kind yeah. of prayer time. Yeah. I, think I can do that. Yeah. I think I can, <laughs> I think good. I can do that father. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was, that was a good, that was a good retreat. So, um, but one, one funny story, whenever I think of retreat on the, with the companions, you know, we were silent and, um, I won't mention his name, but, but, um, maybe I've told you this one on a, on a silent retreat. Um, we, you know, we, you, you walk around and you, 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 you just don't talk to, to guy. Mm-hmm. You sit down to dinner and, or lunch or dinner and you don't talk. Mm-mm. Um, 
well, there was a, there was one brother uh, priest on one of these retreats who I think right before the retreat had gotten a new pair of shoes and let's just say they were the, um, they were the, the quintessential dad shoes, the white, the white new balance, new balance <laughs> with like the navy blue N. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they were brand new, and they were really white and bright, and you know, so he's wearing them around all week because. And you guys couldn't say anything. Yeah, generally, yeah, right. So, so, and and generally on 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 retreat, even you know, priests will not uh, like most of the time. I will not wear clerics. Mm-hmm. I won't wear my black. Um, I'll just, you know, that's, that's to me again on that, on that principle, like taking time away mm-hmm. and we're just resting, resting with the Lord. For me, that is, that is like khaki and flannel yeah. shirt time, jeans and yeah. flannel shirt or right. hoodie time. Um, that's my, that's yeah. my off duty uniform. Right. Um, but yeah, so, so this brother was wearing, <laughs> wearing these, these shoes all week and during the sharing of graces. And when we broke silence, <laughs> You know, one of the other brothers said, uh, you know, it, it was, you know, it's always a little bit hard to, to stay in silence, but I got you, you get used to the silence, but you know, I have to point out to you, brother, that your shoes broke silence. <laughs> like they were so loud. <laughs> like, I'm sure it got a good and, laugh. Oh, everybody, it was just, and it's like to this day, it's a, it's, it's one of the, like, one of the great moments and it's kind of passed through the, the companions. Awesome. Yeah. But That's yeah, awesome. your shoes broke silence. Just true to, brotherly yeah. love yes, there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, for those who, for those who may wonder, um, so, um, you know, priests, um, actually clerics, so priests and deacons and bishops, um, the law of the church actually requires that we go on retreat. Um, and, and this is, this is like, so, so you have a job where you're actually required to take, Amen. take a rest every week. I mean, yeah, like, how great would your yeah. employees be if that was required? I exactly. Mean. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it's, it does, it does sound a little bit like, but there is wisdom in it. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember actually I preached a homily. I think, I think I may still have been at Farmington where, um, there was like this, um, there was like this story done on um, Jack Dorsey, who used to be the the head of Twitter, um, mm. or X, um, X. Uh, before Elon Musk mm-hmm. bought it. And um, Jack Dorsey, and there's like this whole movement of he basically lived like a monastic life, hmm. where he they called it, and they and they called it like being a secular monk. Like he fasted, he eats eats really carefully. He take he like he takes time. He goes to he basically goes on. He basically he basically right. lives like a monk that doesn't believe in God, you know, or at least doesn't practice any religion. But yeah, there is there is something what that when you when you take time away on retreat, it it actually. Um, makes oh, you yeah. more human and makes you more productive and makes you more uh, who you're who you're striving to be. Yeah, and, that, and for a priest, that's really important. So, so I'm going to read from uh, from the Code of Canon Law, which is the law of the Church. Um, so, Canon uh, two seventy six. The the um, and as I was searching for this, I I didn't realize, but um, so the so the the, the, can, the Code of Canon Law, each little law section is called a canon. Mm. Um, and when I searched for Canon 276, it, it brought up, um, like there, apparently Canon makes an ink, ink cartridge with its numbers 276. So like, <laughs> it, yeah, that was kind of, yeah, it's not what not I was looking for. what I'm looking for. <laughs> um, but Canon 276, section one, in leading their lives, clerics... 
priests, deacons, bishops, are bound in a special way to pursue holiness since having been consecrated to God by a new title in the reception of orders, they are dispensers of the mysteries of God in the service of his people. So then it goes on. Um, Section uh, four of Canon 276 says, they are equally bound to make time for spiritual retreats according to the prescripts of particular law. And so then um, the, the law that governs us, you know, says that we are to make a retreat once a year. Mm-hmm. And then there's also times where, um, where we're required to go on retreat before our ordination. So there has to be a retreat. If you're getting ordained, priest your deacon, priest, or bishop, then you're you're to make a retreat before that. Right. So that was so I did that in in you know before being ordained deacon, before being ordained a priest, and um and so that'll be the last time I ever have to do that because I will not be ordained a bishop, so I'll never have to do that. I don't know. But um, you never know. Yeah, I, I that that will not happen. God will not do that to His church. <laughs> um, and so the, so yeah, there's the, the, those the, those have been the times I've been on retreat, and then. But that that's just for for right. the for the ordained, and um, it's very and it's very good for for those who are anyone seeking holiness. I guess yeah. it just I think so much about motherhood and fatherhood, and you know I say that often to you. You know your job is twenty four seven, and our as a mother, I'm twenty four seven. Sometimes it feels like can you can it be more than twenty four hours in a day? Because some days feel like that. Um, I just can't say enough, like how fulfilling that could be to mothers and fathers and, um, to be able to gift their spouse that time to have this opportunity, Mm -hmm. I think would just be a real treasure in any relationship. I think I can see how it'd be a really great goal, Mm -hmm. um, in a marriage to make those a priority. Maybe it's in every, I'll do it in this year. You would do it this Mm -hmm. year, whatever it needs to be to help support your spouse in that. I know many men that, um, do go annually. I've encouraged my husband, especially after this, I said, Oh, you really, you really should go. You really should go. And I will continue to encourage, you know, timing is everything. Sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, but, um, and I think that's what we try to offer that here with, um, the small women's retreats we Mm -hmm. do and some of the things that we have, um, and do our very best to give people fill, fill you up, um, in the spirit for even just a small time that you can. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would also then take it further than we have to bring that same kind of presence to every mass or every, um, confession or, Mm -hmm. you know, just me, me doing all of the different things that I did the morning offering, the evening offering, the, all of them that I can bring that whenever I do it. If I can center myself and put myself in that place, um, just trying to bring it home, just trying to bring it on the everyday. Cause I won't be able to have a retreat every weekend no. in my life. And real life stuff is really hard. Um, I know so many people suffering mm-hmm. right now, um, yeah. in some, in some big ways and they all deserve a retreat that they're not going to get. <laughs> and you know, mm-hmm. it's just hard, but we can, um, we can draw, draw near even in the times we have. And it's hard. It's very, it is, can be really hard to do, but I would just pray that couples could see the value in this and and give that gift to one another in their marriage. 
Yeah, that's well said. I, and, and makes me think, you know, both, both my parents did, uh, did go on retreats. I remember that very well. Um, cause, uh, my dad for many years, he hasn't done it in, in a long time, but he, for, he consistently went, uh, to the Jesuit mm-hmm. re- retreats at De Montreville, like I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and so that made, that had an effect on me. Right. And my mom, the same, my mom uh, went to many retreats at, um, she worked for the church for, for, for many years. Um, and there was a, she had opportunities to go, um, I think yearly for quite a few years to uh, Christ the King retreat center in mm-hmm. Buffalo, mm-hmm. um, and, and did that. And I know that was, that was something that she cherished and was, was, did, you know, had this, had the same effect, I think. And then as you were saying that too, that, you know, there are are couples retreats mm-hmm. um, where couples can go on retreat together. Um, so yeah, that's probably that. for yeah. Oh, we okay, did yeah, we yeah. did that through the sisters as well. Mm-hmm. Right, literally right before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when we were at, the, funny enough, when we were at the um, convent last night, Sister Julieta. Oh yes, we're thinking about another couples retreat. Can I count on you two to help? <laughs> Mike and I get in the car. We're like, "What is it about the sisters?" We're both like, "Yes, of course." Yeah, yeah. That you can't. Yeah, you <laughs> get blood no from a stone. It. Yeah. Yes, of course, I'll help. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I'll keep you posted, people. Maybe there will be a couples retreat that you can join, which would be really, yeah, really cool too. Yeah, and and that yeah, absolutely, and and you know, I wonder too if it's worth mentioning, like, you know, if, if people are listening and and think, oh, you know. Yeah, that's for the, you know, I'm not the kind of person who can go on a retreat. Um, that, that no, like a, a, a retreat should be, should, should every, every, every person trying to live the Christian life, every person trying to be faithful who has a life of prayer, or even if you don't like but that, that this is for every that for everyone, that, that it, that everyone, um, the, the Lord wants to provide rest for everyone. We have, it's right in the gospel, you know, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened and I will give you rest. Right. Um, and, and I think you said it really well that, um, whether that's an actual scheduled retreat for a weekend or a week or eight days or 30 days, you know, there are times for that, but, but even in the midst of all that, you know, when, when, whenever we go to the Lord, it is an act of withdrawing from the world and, and simply being with him. Even if that's just for a few minutes of prayer, you know, like mm-hmm. as we're, uh, as we're winding down the day or as before we stop into the adoration chapel or, but the Lord is always wanting us to retreat, to come to a lonely place and be with him, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. yeah, it was really, really great experience. Good. I'm, really I'm so grateful. glad. I'm so glad for that. And I'm looking forward to mine, um, mm-hmm. right after Christmas and eight uh, day, is it eight? Yeah. Seven, 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 eight, seven, eight days. Yeah. It'll be a week. You guys yeah. drive there or fly there? We'll fly there. Yeah. Good. Fly there. And then, um, yeah, I'm excited to see that. I've never been, never been on retreat there. We're in Alabama. It's Northern Alabama. Okay. Yeah. It's about side of Birmingham. Okay. Yep. So Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to go to a Bucky's. Yeah, I've never, I've never been to a Bucky's. Yeah, I keep, I keep hearing about that. My, uh, my friends who live in parts of the country where South they exist. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'll get the opportunity you're very gonna, soon. Hey, you're gonna have two shots. Don't blow it. Yeah, yeah. No, I won't. I won't. And they, apparently, they have barbecue at at Bucky's. They have it all. Those yeah. are they're meccas. Yes. <laughs> they're huge. <laughs> yeah. I think people worship at the Bucky's. Watch it, well, out for those yeah, people. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> Be, be, uh, yeah, like remove, remove this, remove the shoes from your feet. The place you stand is holy ground of Bucky's. Yeah. All right. What about 
Have you done any fishing? No, you did some hunting. Yeah, I haven't. I have you not sent me a photo. I, yes, I, I have not. Um, I have not been fishing in in quite a while. Yeah. Um, it just the weather hasn't been good, um, and I got. Um, I did a couple couple successive Mondays where I I went grouse hunting. So I right. went first. The first Monday was with a, a group of uh, three other priests. Um, I always like to drop names. Um, <laughs> Father Jake Anderson, Father Peter Hughes, and Father Luke Marquard, my my good friends. We got access oh, to side a side note. Do yeah. you guys call each other Father Ben, Father Mark, Father, or what, when you're together? No, no, we don't. Hey, my buddy Mark. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Just a side um, note. Yeah, For all side those note. Interested yeah. out there? Yes, yes. <laughs> good, good point. Good point. Um, so yeah, we we got access to a beautiful uh, cabin um, up uh, up on the North Shore uh, by Tedaguch State Park up yeah, by you up me a Silver Bay. It was just beautiful. spectacular. The colors were just like erupting. Mm. And uh, we we walked some of the the logging roads up up past uh, Finland, Minnesota. Cool. And uh, yeah, we 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 got a bunch of birds. It was just, it was so much fun. Um, the weather was spectacular, just cool, crisp. Yeah. You know, walking those roads and and uh, shooting birds. Beautiful. Um, and then we and then I went back up to my parents' cabin a week later uh, and um, didn't have quite as much as I got a couple of birds though yeah. Um, and, and yeah the, the colors were still pretty good and um, yeah so I enjoyed that but yeah I haven't haven't been fishing but I'm, a, I'm about to leave for kind of yeah, an epic fishing good, trip so you'll have a good report when you get back yeah so look That'll forward to yeah uh, hopefully I'll have you know, plenty to report yeah. and maybe some pictures in the good. meantime so well thank you for giving me a space to share about the retreat I'm so glad it's a great topic and I'm so again I'm just so so gratified that that the Lord was was good to you in that way. Yeah, and really special. Yeah, yep. So, yep. All right. Well, I think we'll wind it down there. Yeah. We'll call it call it good. And um, and yeah, and, and like you say, we'll put some notes about retreat yeah. centers. And you know, um, I'm always happy. You know, send me an email um, if you're if you're curious about a retreat or right. any 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 guidance I can I can give on that. So, right. all right. And the sisters would be good too. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, well, thank you for listening uh, to the Friends of the Bridegroom podcast again. And um, as you uh, go out to um, to uh, to spread the good news, uh, to cast your net, I wish you tight lines. And may God bless you, St. John the Baptist. Pray for us.